Let's delve into the profound entrepreneurial journey of Jen Perdue. We're going to explore the intricate dance between honoring legacy and forging a unique path in business. In this episode of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast, I want you to discover how Jen not only built a successful business, but crafted a life interwoven with happiness, fulfillment, and resilient business processes. It's a very crazy story how I got started online. But quickly on our business, we really started as a live workshop company where we were bringing together instructors and bringing people live to events twice a year. And we did about 15 of those live events in Atlanta. And the groups and the people that were coming kept saying, we want more than just two times a year, what can you do for us? Learn how to navigate the delicate balance between professional success and personal joy, all while ensuring your hustle doesn't overshadow your happiness. We're going to dive into the insights of building a business that doesn't just survive challenges, but thrives amidst them, providing stability, continuity, and an assurance even in the face of of adversity. Yeah, right. We all would love that. So whether you're an entrepreneur, infopreneur, digital nomad, or parent seeking to escape that nine to five grind, this episode is going to be a treasure trove of insights, strategies, and reflections designed to inspire, empower, and guide you on your entrepreneurial journey. Plus, we're going to tell you something that will help you unlock your entrepreneurial potential. Stick around. Hey there, audacious parents. Welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're not just about surviving, we're about thriving. If you're tuning in, you're not looking for just another feel-good, pat-on-the-back kind of show. No. You're here because you're ready to disrupt the status quo. You're ready because you're here to challenge your limits and to step out of the comfort zone where we know growth never happens. This is not just your average, let's all be happy with our nine to five lives kind of podcast. We're here to give you actionable strategies. We're here to dive deep into the world of side hustles, digital marketing, and smart income boosting tactics. Why you may ask? Because we're designed for parents like you. Parents juggling family expenses, childcare, and the elusive me time. We're not just about making money though, we're about designing a life. A life that you dictate, not one that's been prepackaged in a soul-sucking 9-5 box. So, if you're ready to break free and design a life that aligns with your dreams, design a life that aligns with your family, you're in the white place. The Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Have you ever found yourself at a crossroads where the weight of legacy and the path to forging your own destiny come smashing together? If you are going to learn it, you can't spend all your time learning. You have to learn and implement, learn and implement, learn and implement, or else you're just going to forever be learning and never pulling the trigger. For established businesses, I'm going to tell you every time that something's not working for me or a promotion's not working or just sales aren't doing what I want them to do, when I go back to the basics, I make money. When I try to get too complex in the business and in the marketing side of things, it just sometimes doesn't work. And when I take that step back and I go back to and say what works and what works all the time, I do more of that. Welcome, Dark Horse Entrepreneurs, to another episode that promises to be a journey of insights, emotions, 
and the entrepreneurial spirit. I am your humble host, Tracy Brinkman. Today, we're diving deep into a story that is bound to strike a chord, ignite a spark, and perhaps make you see your own entrepreneurial journey through an entirely new lens. With us in spirit and in story is Jen Perdue, an entrepreneur who embraced the daunting world of ownership, legacy, and personal evolution, all with grit, grace, and an unwavering resolve. Her journey is one of challenges, triumphs, and unexpected revelations. So, as we navigate through Jen's story today, I want you to listen closely, for within it lies a moment, a pivotal heart-stopping moment that shifted everything. A moment where paths diverged, decisions weighed heavy, and the future hung in a delicate balance. Our journey through this episode, my friends, is guided by a theme, a beacon, if you will. We're going to call that Navigating Crossroad. So as we explore Jen's experiences, insights, and reflections, I want you to consider your own crossroads. You know, those moments where decisions weren't just decisions, but they were instead catalysts for transformations. So let's saddle up my dark horse entrepreneurs as we embark on a journey through crossroads, legacy, and the undying flame of the entrepreneurial spirit. Let's dive into the story. Let's dive into the insights and the raw, unfiltered journey of an entrepreneur and see where it takes us, shall we? All right, let's start with, in this entrepreneurial world, there is a phrase that gets tossed around quite a bit, eating your own dog food. Now, this, my friends, is not about culinary adventures, but rather it's about embodying your own products, your own services, becoming your own customer, and truly understanding the values and, yes, even the limitations of your offer. It's about walking the walk, not just talking the talk. We've all heard that, right? To me, it's about authenticity. It's about credibility. And it's about truly understanding the journey that your customers embark on when they choose you, when they choose your product and your service. My dad and I say this all the time, we eat our own dog food. I go through <laughs> it. I actually do our own courses and learn when I don't know the answer. I go back to the stuff that he had done and go learn it so that I could implement it and do better in the business, plus also be more valuable to my Insiders Club members and also to my coaching clients. I walked into this business in 2015 and I didn't know anything about internet marketing. Mm -hmm. I knew the operations side of things. I knew how to run a company, but I didn't know about internet marketing. And I was working in our help desk and as questions were coming in, I was having to go to the courses and the products that we offered to answer their questions. And as I started going through our own courses that my dad was producing, I was like, oh, oh, now I get it. Now I get it. And I think that the thing I'm proud of is that I came into this business not knowing anything, just like all new startups do. I tell my private coaching clients this all the time. Look, I walked into here knowing nothing too. Take the courses, implement, do the work, and you're going to learn it and you're going to be able to move forward. The Dark Horse, the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Jen's journey through her own services wasn't just a quality check. Mm -mm, no, it was a journey into the heart of her very own business, seeing it through the eyes of those 
that she serves. It's a practice that's not just smart, but essential for all us entrepreneurs because when you know your product inside and out, when you've walked in your customer's shoes, your insights, your understanding, yeah, they're not just theoretical. They are lived. They are felt. And that, my dark horse entrepreneurs, is where true, impactful innovation is born. But this practice, this eating your own dog food, it's not just about improving the product. It's about embodying a message. It's about a promise to your customers that says, I'm with you in this journey because I've been on this journey. Hmm? It's about building a bridge of shared experiences and insights between you and your community. So, as we navigate through more of Jen's story, consider your own products, consider your own services. Are you merely a spectator? Or are you an active participant in that journey that you provide to your very customers? Hmm? The insights gleaned from such a practice can be the catalyst for transformation, can be the catalyst for innovation and deep, authentic connection with your community. Now, let's talk about walking the walk. It's a phrase that's simple in its utterance, but really profound in its execution. I will say it's about embodying the principles. It's about embodying the practices. It's about embodying that very ethos of what we preach. It's about becoming a living testament to the journey that we advocate for. And for Jen, this wasn't just a philosophy. It was a lived reality. But here's the question. What happens when that walking the walk becomes a climb? When the path forward is so steeped in legacy, so steeped in expectations, and the silent watchful eyes of your community? Well, stick with us as we delve into the next chapter of Jen's story that is as much about honoring the past as it is about boldly stepping into the future. That's the big, that's the big thing, I think, for myself mentally is not going there mindset-wise. It's really understanding that I worked hard to be able to buy the business. I bought this business. It, he didn't give it to me. I bought it. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, he is he's very happy to get, get a check from me every month. <laughs> really just getting confident in my abilities. It's been fantastic. I should not even sit here and say that I doubt things or I question things. I think we all do that as business owners. But the reception that I've gotten from our members, from other people in the internet marketing community, my team, my family, it's been fantastic. Everything that I have challenged myself with since I bought the company is all been self-imposed. And I think that that's something that a lot of business owners, especially startup business owners, really, really struggle with is the self-imposed, like I've got to meet this mark or I've got to be like this person or that person or whatever. Uh And they're not really comfortable in figuring out their own style. Yeah. Legacy. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? On one side, it's a path laid out by predecessors, a foundation built on triumphs, trials, and learnings. On the other side, it's a shadow. Yeah, it's ever-present, whispering comparisons and seeding doubts in our mind. Well, Jen stepped into this duality, navigating the tightrope between honoring what was and forging what could be. I've got to meet this mark or I've got to be like this person or that person. And they're not really comfortable in figuring out their own style. And so for me, it's been quickly shifting over copy, content, trainings, 
into a style that I'm more comfortable with. Oh, My dad was always very high level. And he'll tell you this. If he was on this call right now, he would tell you this. He is not the detail man. He is the visionary. For me, I'm the detail oriented. I'm the one that wants to get in there and dig around and really dig in and show people the tech side of things in these little steps that get missed or that, you know, that a lot of trainings or, or webinars or whatever courses out there assume that people know. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what I've been focusing on. And therein lies the internal battle that entrepreneurs, especially those stepping into an existing legacy, often face. It's a battle between tradition and innovation, between expectation and authenticity. Jen's dance, her journey of intertwining respect for the past with a bold stride directly into the future, is a melody many entrepreneurs find themselves trying to compose. Now, as we peel back the layers of Jen's journey, consider your own dance, my dark horse entrepreneurs. Consider how you balance the scales between honoring what is and pioneering what you want to be, what could be, what can be, what you are going to bring into your future. How do you navigate your crossroads? hmm? How do you ensure that the path you carve is as respectful of the past as it is hopeful for the future? Building a business is one thing. Building a life, whoa, that's something altogether different. And often, so often, too often, in the hustle, in the matrix, and in all those strategic moves, the essence of life, the essence of living can get lost. It can become a faded whisper. But what if the hustle, the business, became the very vessel, the very conduit to not just a prosperous life, but a happy and fulfilled one. Hmm? Yeah. So, as we journey further into Jen's story, we're about to explore a chapter that is as much about building a business as it as it is about crafting a life that is rich, meaningful, and joyous. It's about finding happiness amongst the hustle. It's about finding happiness and ensuring that the business doesn't just thrive, but it also supports, it also nourishes and it damn well better be uplifting. Personally, I am doing great. I bought a little kind of mini farm about eight months ago. You know, after my husband passed away, I thought I was going to be kind of living the life of this little, you know, lonely old maid <laughs> behind her computer with her cats and her dogs. I've actually met someone. I'm getting married next year. And so yeah, we yeah. Have, we've really been able to work around this business to allow us to kind of develop the life that we want here with our little farm. We've been doing lots of good little, you know, we're going to St. Croix next week for the second time in three months. Just really trying to build a different kind of life as a business owner and, you know, doing as much as I can just to, to be happy and, and keep my staff happy and keep my members happy and offer great value to people. The Dark Horse, the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Jen's words... Well, I think they echo a truth that is often unspoken in the entrepreneurial world. And those are the things I hoped to bring forth for you all, is make the unspoken spoken. That a business can be a beacon. A business can be a stabilizing force amidst the chaos of life storms. It's not just a machine, ka-chunka, 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 turning out products. It's not just a machine, cranking out services and profits. Mm-mm. It's an entity unto its own, that when aligned 
with our values and our aspirations, it can provide solace, it can provide purpose, and it can provide a beautiful path forward when the way seems completely lost. Well, and I'll tell you, it's interesting. I went last year, last September, I did a whitewater rafting trip on the Colorado River in the Grand Canyon. And I was completely unplugged for 11 days. And it was the first time in 15 years that I had gone on a trip and I did not have my laptop with me. And let me tell you about, and and we barely had some places we would have self-service, you know, if we were hiking or something. And it really changed my entire mindset about the business and about setting things up and structuring things in a way that I can actually walk away and I don't have to take my computer. That if I have those systems in place, if I have the processes in place, that I truly can not even live a a laptop lifestyle. I mean, of course I can work wherever I want to with my laptop, but for me, it's not always even about that. It's about just disconnecting Mm -hmm. from the internet, you know, and really being with the people that I wanna be with, fully being present and with them. And after taking that trip and having that experience, not only was it incredible, you know, of course, to be in the Grand Canyon, but having that experience of not thinking about my bank account, not thinking about work or anything. And therein lines a profound insight, my dark horse entrepreneurs, the pursuit of happiness, the pursuit of value, of ensuring that the business is not just a commercial entity, but a personal one as well. Hmm? Yeah, it's about ensuring that the journey is joyous. You want to have fun doing it. That the hustle doesn't overshadow the happiness. You don't want that. No. And that every step, that every challenge is not just a business development, but it's a personal one as well. And you've often heard me say this, maybe not on this podcast, but I think the entrepreneurial journey is probably the best self-help program that's out there. And as we delve deeper, I want you to consider your own journey. Consider your own hustle, whether you started it yet or not. Is it aligned with your happiness? Hmm? Yeah, Only you can answer it. Is it aligned with your values? Is it aligned with your aspirations? Is it going to get you to the Vista vision you've heard me talk about so many times on this podcast? Is your business just a business or is it a vehicle, a vessel, a journey to a life that is not just prosperous, but it's joyous and fulfilled. Let's talk about resilience. It's a word that's thrown around in the entrepreneurial world, you know, symbolizing strength, symbolizing endurance, symbolizing the ability to bounce back, to to fall flat on your face, kaplam, and get up, dust yourself off, and move on. But true resilience, to me, it's not just about recovery. It's about preparation. Yeah. It's about building a business that can stand firm in the face of the storm that you know is going to come eventually, that can continue to sail even when the captain is momentarily steps away from the helm. Yeah. So as we transition into this final segment of Jen's story, we're going to explore the backbone of business the unseen, the often unspoken hero of the entrepreneurial success, robust, resilient processes. It's about ensuring that the business doesn't just survive the challenges, but thrives amongst them, as you've heard me mention a few times now. It's, It's about the business providing stability, continuity, and assurance when it's needed the most. 
the point being is that all the work that we had done, the foundation and the fundamental work that we had done in the back end of the business allowed me to step away. And I actually stepped away for six full months um, towards the end so that I could be with him. And what it did was, A, it let the business continue to run. And it proved that we had created some really strong processes and foundational back ends for the business so that it would continue to make money and it would continue to support me even though I wasn't working. Yeah. But it also showed me some holes in the business and the team saw them too. And so that's been really interesting as I have moved into the ownership role now of the team and I really making sure that those processes and those systems are all in place so that if I need to step away, I can and this company can run. And that's really for me what is so important about the trainings that we do and in the relationships that we have with our own customers and our own community is understanding how you can have a viable business when you practice and implement the foundations and the processes so that you can continue to make money and do the things that you need to do with your own family when the need arises. Jen's words illuminate a pivotal aspect of entrepreneurship. The creation of a business that doesn't just depend on you, but can stand on its own. You don't want to create a J-O-B for yourself. That's not what you want, especially if you're trying to escape to nine to five. You don't want to jump out of one cubicle just to create one for yourself, right? The creation of a business that doesn't just depend on you, but can stand on its own, that can provide stability, and it can provide continuity even when you're not there. It's about building not just a business, but a legacy, a system that is resilient, a system that is robust, and a system that is self-sustaining. The Dark Horse, the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. So for starting an online business, I think the biggest question that you have to ask yourself is, do you have more time or do you have more money? And that's a hard question to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. If you have more time than you do money, then you are going to have to take some courses. You are going to really have to dig in and and learn some processes and some systems like setting up a WordPress site, for example. If you have more money than time right now, don't trap yourself into thinking you have to learn every single thing. Listen, if somebody asked me right now how to do a WordPress install, I could probably do it. It would probably take me two days. There is no reason why I need to know how to do that at this point. Mm-hmm. And I kind of tell my clients that too. You either can get your WordPress site set up quickly by a professional and know it's done right, or you can learn. And that's where I think a lot of business startup people have to make that decision. Do I, do I want to learn it or do I want it done so that I can work towards the things that are going to generate and drive income for me? And if you are going to learn it, you can't spend all your time learning. You have to learn and implement, learn and implement, learn and implement, or else you're just gonna forever be learning and never pulling the trigger. Mm-hmm. For established businesses, I'm gonna tell you, every time that something's not working for me or a, a promotion's not working or just sales aren't doing what I want them to do, when I go back to the basics, I make money. When I try to get too complex in the business and in the marketing side of things, it just sometimes doesn't work. And when I take that step back and I go back to and say what works and what works all the time, I do more of that. And that is what drives revenue. 
and helps me in those dips and those valley or you know those highs and those lows that every single company has. The other thing that I tell people is that your autoresponder system or your CRM is the most powerful tool that you can have in your business, mm-hmm. whether you're a startup or whether you are established. And you have to know that tool like the back of your hand. Email is what generates money. And if you don't know how to use your system, or you run the risk of, of leaving money on the table every day. And so of all the tools that are out there, my number one recommendation is to make sure that you know how to use it backwards and forwards, even if you're not the one that's in it every day. But if something were to happen, like in my case, my dad had to call me sometimes and say, how do I send an email? Because he didn't know, you know, because I had been doing it for so long. And so you want to make sure that you know that system because that's the system for, I would say, nine out of 10 digital and online businesses that is the primary source of revenue for them. And so making sure that that system is a good one and that you know how to use it is incredibly important. And so my dark horse entrepreneurs, as we reflect back on Jen's journey, consider your own business. Let's consider your own processes too. Are they built to withstand the storms? Hmm? Are they built to continue sailing even when you step away from the helm? You're gonna wanna step away, even if it's just to take a vacation. You see, building a business that supports you, building a business that continues to provide, that continues to serve amid all the challenges is perhaps one of the most profound and one of the most impactful legacies you will ever be able to create. And talk about the example you'll set for those around you when you create it. So as we wrap up Jen's story, Let's carry forward not just the insights, not just the strategies, and not just those revelations, but let's carry forward the spirit of resilience. Let's carry forward the building of something that is not just successful, but robust, resilient, and all-enduring. As we start to draw the curtain on today's episode, on today's story, on a journey that is as rich in insights as it is in emotion, as profound in its revelations as it is in its simplicity. Jen's journey through the realms of entrepreneurship, and oh, by the way, did I mention she's a mom? Yeah. Jen's journey through entrepreneurship, through the highs and the lows and the triumphs and the trials, is a tapestry that is woven with the threads of resilience, the threads of authenticity, and the threads of a relentless pursuit of not just success, but happiness and fulfillment. You see, Jen did not just build a business. She crafted it. Mm, She crafted a life. She crafted a legacy that is as much about robust, resilient processes as it is about personal growth, as it is about her own evolution, and as it is about the pursuit of joy amidst the hustle. And that's what we want, right? That's, that was our original goal. When we first thought, I want to start this side hustle. You didn't start that side hustle because you wanted another J-O-B. You didn't start this side hustle because you wanted another bunch of headaches. You started it because you wanted a life of fulfillment, a life of joy. It's a story that doesn't just inform. I'm hoping it inspires. I'm hoping it reminds us all that the entrepreneurial journey is as much about the destination as it is about the journey itself. Man, I'm probably going to say that far too many times. Because once you get there to that destination, 
hopefully you have another destination in mind so that you can continue to grow. Now, as I reflect on Jen's story, a few poignant moments, a few profound insights linger in the back of my mind. The concept of eating your own dog food, of becoming your own customer, is not just smart business. It's authentic. It's credible. And to me, it's deeply insightful. It's about ensuring that your offerings, your services are not just marketable, but they are valuable, they are impactful, and they are truly transformative. And then there's the essence of building a business that is not just profitable, but supportive. Yeah, that can stand firm even when you can't, that can continue to serve, that can continue to be impactful even when you're not there. Because let's face it, we've all had those moments where we're like, shit, I just don't feel like doing this today. Okay, right? Things happen in our lives. Maybe you lose someone. You can't have that affect your business. It needs to be able to move forward, even in your absence. It's about creating not just a business, but a legacy, a system that is so resilient, so robust, and so very enduring. But perhaps the most impactful takeaway for me today, the most lingering thought is the pursuit of happiness, of ensuring that your side hustle, your hustle, your grind, your journey, it's not just about metrics. It's just not about the digits. It's just not about making the paper, right? It's not about profits and market shares. It's about joy. It's about fulfillment in a life that you create that is rich for you, that is meaningful for you and those you love. And it's truly aligned with your values, your aspirations, and your vista vision. Yeah. So as we wrap up today's episode, I invite you, my Dark Horse entrepreneurs, to reflect on your own journey, to reflect on your own side hustle or main hustle, whether you've started it or you're about to start it. Is it aligned with your happiness? Is it aligned with your values and your dreams? Is it aligned with your Vista vision? And as you navigate your own entrepreneurial journey, may you find not just success, but happiness. Not just profits, but fulfillment. And may your business be not just a commercial entity, but a personal and impactful legacy to yourself and all those you care about. And if you're pondering how to navigate your own entrepreneurial journey, how to balance the scales between hustle and happiness, I invite you to take the ultimate entrepreneur audit, right? I want you to unlock your entrepreneurial potential, discover your boss strengths, and kick your biz up a gear. The link will be down in the show notes. It's a quick I think 10, 12 question quiz. It will tell you where you are at in your journey and provide you some resources befitting of where you are at in your journey. Once again, thank you for joining me on this journey. And until next time, keep hustling, keep dreaming, but most importantly, keep finding joy in your journey. And uh, with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Hey, my Dark Horse Entrepreneur parents, thanks for tuning in. If this episode struck a chord, share it with a fellow parent hustler. Let's grow our tribe that thrives, not just survives. For more insights and a community that totally gets it, join our Facebook group at www.darkhorseschooling.com backslash tribe. Think successfully and take action.